The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. We hope you enjoyed our play of Death House and our preview episode for Curse of Strahd. Now it's time to launch into the campaign. Join Mickey, Kurt, JJ, and Joe as we meet our characters and get the campaign going. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on iTunes, Facebook, Stitcher Radio, Twitter, Bing, Google, all over the place. We're going to go around the table and say hi. We'll start with... Hi, everyone. We're in places you didn't even know we were. This is Mickey. Ew. Ew. This is Mickey. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what yeah. you wish she says. Go ahead. Hey, it's Kurt. I am super pumped. Super because pumped. it is new campaign day. It is, and I am Joe. I'm going to be a player this time, and we're going to go last two. JJ, I'll be playing the DM. I'll be playing all the monsters that will attempt to kill these players in the campaign setting of Curse of Strahd. You're going to be a douche, aren't you? I am. I'm going to be. <laughs> That's what the D is in DM. Well, now, we, 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 we are um, running with three players, and this campaign was designed for four, so I have allowed these characters to start at fourth level. Um, and we're going to be starting off this campaign. You guys are an established group. Um, I don't know what you guys are, your names are going to be. Um, we do. Well, I'm not talking about the group's name. Oh. Um, uh, Paylor's Prophets. Paylor's Prophets. Oh. I don't think anyone Are we going to start with that already? No, I think you might go as uh, P-R-O-F-I-T-S instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> although it might be a little different. But we're going to be starting off in just a, a no-name tavern. Um, you're on your way to somewhere else. And, uh, did, I you work a long, did you work a long time on that hook? I did. <laughs> I did. Um, oh, like three I want to use the, the Dungeon World idea of the camera. Okay. And okay. so um, imagine the camera swoops into this tavern, and it focuses first on Mickey's character. What, what does the camera see? Just as a note, that's not necessarily Dungeon World. That's me. But I, that's what I like uh, to use. Yeah. Yes. So what, 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 is the, what does the camera see, Mickey? I see. You see Noctra. Oh, that does it. That, now, that when the camera it, moves to... <laughs> when the camera moves to Noctua, you see she's human, but she is, if you think a little Morticia Adams, very pale, dark hair, dark features, always stoic. What is she wearing? Armor. Dark so, armor. So she's playing, she's wearing her, her armor her, in, her in, in, in her leisure Yeah, in her leisure she time? never takes it okay. off. That's the way she rolls. That's how she rolls. So it, it's not just armor. It's also chastity belt. Well, we didn't go that far. <laughs> She's up. always stoic. Just saying. Well, she hasn't gotten it. Oh, so there's like a flap for entrance? A stiff upper lip and all. Wouldn't you like to know? I know, right? <clears throat> he did ask. <clears throat> I'm not telling. Okay. Don't ask, don't tell. Well, in the dark, the dark brooding of, is it Noctra? Is that what we're Noctra. 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 Uh, stands in stark contrast to Teelan, who is sitting at the table with her. He is very blonde, almost to the point of like silvery hair. He's like a, platinum blonde? Like platinum blonde. He is a, um, a half-elf, but he looks more elf than human. And uh, has brilliant blue eyes. Uh, that were, you to, were you to look closely for a while, uh, while brilliant, you would see that they are filled with deep sadness. Aww. Aww. Is it because of his clothes? What is he wearing? He is wearing a very plain kind of black, uh, sh- uh, black pants and a black, sort of like a suit jacket. 
So, so exactly what, how is that in contrast to Nocturne? Yeah, that makes the, sense. The, the, he's very oh, pale. Ju- just very the pale, pale just platinum hair. hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pale platinum hair versus yeah. Nocturne's oh, ink jet. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and, and he's black. got a white shirt but with a black, the black jacket over Okay. It, so. See, I'm, I'm going to imagine that uh, Joe's yeah. character here is going to be in sharp contrast to the two black Yeah, a substantially different. So um, uh, Calvin is his name, Calvin. Uh, he actually a very thin dude, like like a stick, but he wears uh, chainmail all the time. But it's like clothing; it's that chainmail that just peeks out under the sleeve of his uh, shirt. Uh, bright yellow shirt, bright yellow pants. He's got a, a shield with flames emblazoned on the shield. Um, uh, his emblem all around. Uh, there, there's like flames painted on him. He's like a souped-up '70s Nova, is what he looks like, right? So he's he is definitely all there. And if you guys are slouched in your chairs, he's sitting straight up and he's raring to go. And he's just got a very uh, eager attitude to get on with the business of destroying evil. Okay. Oh, Calvin. Yeah. So the, the weapon is not readily seen. Oh, he, he keeps a hand axe at his belt. But it's a shield yeah. dusty. Yeah, his, his weapon is his devotion to Paylor. Fair enough. Yes. And, and he wields it. wielding a... Great sword. Think... Okay. Um, it's more of an For the sword. Game of Thrones people, Brienne of Th- Tarth. Okay. You're, and you're shorter, though. Tealan is Darker just hair. using a... Uh, prettier than Brienne, I hope. Not too much. Not too much? <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> Brienne wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and to be clear, Tealan, I don't think you would... Uh, you wouldn't say he looks sad or dejected. You would, I don't think you would notice that unless you were really with him as a friend. Uh, and he is, uh, as you will learn, a sorcerer, and he uh, wields what appears to be a fairly standard staff, but uh, which is pretty freaking awesome. glass? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. So it wouldn't really be standard. That's true. Unless uh, everyone has a unless staff Unless everyone made has a, glass, a staff made of glass. Yeah. Yeah. standard in that's this true. bar, in this unnamed <coughs> tavern. That's true. But yeah. uh, he doesn't make a show of it. Like right now, it's under, the ta- you know, under his chair, under the table. It's not like propped up next to him. He's not making a big deal about who he is. Alright. And um, so I'm going to read the flavor text here that is the beginning hook for what we're talking about, since you didn't know I'd like my hook. Um, <laughs> to a party of seasoned adventurers such as yourselves, Woo-hoo. what you see is but another dull tavern and another dull town in, a name, in some nameless province. It is but another span of time between the challenges of true adventuring. Outside the tavern, a fog lies over the town this evening. The damp, cobbled pavement glistens as the lights of street lanterns dance across the slick stones. The fog chills the bones and shivers the soul of anyone standing outside. Yet, inside this tavern walls, the food is hearty and the ale is warm and frothy. A fire blazes in the earth, and the tavern is alive with the tumbling voices of tons of country folk. Suddenly, the tavern door swings open, and a hush falls over the room. Framed by the lamp-lit fog, a form strides through the doorway. His heavy, boot, his heavy booted footfalls and the jingle of coins shatter the silence. His brightly colored clothing is draped in loose folds about him, and his hat hangs slightly askew, hiding his eyes in the shadows. Without hesitation, he walks directly to your table and stands proudly in a wide stance with folded arms. In an accented voice, he says, I have been sent to you to deliver this message. If you be creatures of honor, you will come to my master's aid at first light. 
it is not advisable to travel the Spalich woods at night. He pulls from his tunic a sealed letter, addressed to all of you in beautiful flowing script. He drops the letter on the table. Take the west road from here. Some five hours march down through the Spalich woods. There you will find my master in Barovia. Amid the silent stares of the patronage, the gypsy strides to the bar and says to the wary barkeep, Fill these glasses, one and all. Their throats are obviously parched. He drops a heavy purse with gold on the bar, and with that, he departs. The babble of tavern voices resumes, although somewhat subdued. The letter lies before you. The seal is in the shape of a crest that you don't recognize. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I like free booze. He left in such a hurry, I was not able to tell him about Paylor. <laughs> Perhaps we can bring this to his boss. We've heard enough about Paylor for one night, Calvin. And Calvin rolls up the scroll he was reading and, and puts it back in the well-worn belt pouch. That's one of the scrolls of the sun, of course. Yeah. Of course. So who's going to open, who's going to break the seal? But um bum All right. Natra breaks open, looks over at Calvin and looks over at Telian and goes, Telian. 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 I'll get it. I should put phonetic spelling on here. Telian. And says, well, I guess it's up to me again. Breaks, up the, breaks open the seal. And what does the letter say? I think JJ's sharing it. You should have it on your screen, too. There. The letter says... If you scroll down, I put it in... Thank you. Yeah. I was like, I've got to read that. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Hail to thee, to thee of might and valor. I, a lowly servant of Bavoria. Barovia. Barovia. Cannot read. Send honor to thee. We plead for thy so desperately needed assistance. The love of my life, Irina Koyana. Koyana has been afflicted by an evil so deadly that even the good people of our village cannot protect her. She languishes from her wound, and I would have her saved from this menace. There's much wealth in this community. I offer all that might be had to thee and thy fellows, if thou shalt be but answer my desperate plea. Come quickly, for her time is at hand. All that I have shall be thine. Hmm. Well, no evil stands long in the light of Pelor. We should make our way there tomorrow. Yes. First light, as it were. Sure. Anything? No, no evil stands long in the uh, eyes of Teelan either. Now, I imagine that, like, first light would have a specific name in the Paylor religion, like morning glory or, it's, it's or Paylor's of, glory. It's a time of worship, not so much that it is a specific thing. It's just first light, um, the dawn, or whatever it may okay. be called in different areas. It is uh, definitely a point of worship where... Most um, worshippers of Paylor will gather around, and they will cast their own light as granted to them by worshippers of Paylor. Fair enough. So, so we leave at first light. Try not to drink too much. Well, that's what she said. That didn't make it. No. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's, uh, everybody in the bar got. Uh, drinks by everyone at the bar. Okay. Wow! So he 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 paid for free drinks for the night. 
So clearly he has money, which is uh, a good right. thing. I need, to, I need to print up more pamphlets for <laughs> my church. I wonder what kind of evil he's talking about. Afflicted by an evil so deadly that even the good people cannot protect her. There is only one kind of evil, my friend. That is which is in the absence of Pelor. <coughs> that, is, that is what you say, but I'm, yes. I'm hoping it's monsters. <laughs> they are absent the light of Pelor, of course. Well, that's true. You'll be absent the light of Pelor if you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had enough of you two. Okay, so should we fight? Again? Again. So we have a map to where we need to go? We're going to go in the morning? Is that the plan? You just we fall, take the fall, west road. Fall, we take the west road, road, road for five hours, he said. We're going to get our drink on first. Make Got a question for you first, though. For me? Yeah. What's the difference between ignorance and apathy? I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Nacho gets up from the table and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we keep her around. Thank you. I'll be here all week. I'll be here all week. Or at least the Ta-da. rest of the night. All right, the next morning. Next morning, you guys set else. off. And um, like, like, like I said, uh, five hours pass. And eventually, um, like as you're traveling this road, it gets more and more despondent. Um, black pools of water stand like dark mirrors in the, around the muddy roadway. Giant trees begin to loom on both sides. Um, their branches appear to be clawing at the mist. At the mist. Um, <clears throat> and when you, as you're walking at, at, at the end of that five-hour time period, um, the fog spills out of the forest to swallow up the road behind you. Ahead, jutting from impenetrable woods on both sides of the road, is a high stone butresses looming gray in the fog. Huge iron gates hang on stonework. Dew clings with cold tenacity to the rusted bars. Two headless statues of armed guardians flank the gate, their heads now lying among the weeds at their feet. They greet you only with silence. And to give you an idea of the scale... They, uh, they got some nice artwork here in the bottom cor- bottom right. Oh, neat. Okay. So they're, oh, wow. like, very Huge. tall. Was that, like, 60 feet or so? Enormous. At least. That's up there. And they're headless. So these are almost like Colossus-sized yeah, statues. Yeah, Colossus-sized statues. And there's a gate. And, and the, gate, the gate is closed. Okay. And um, as you approach the um, porticullis... Um, the gate, despite being rusted and pitted and just very dilapidated, it swings open silently. Do I get the heebie-jeebies? You're not feeling too... Yeah. Can I use my divine sense? Sure. So for those listening, divine sense... Noctra is a paladin. I didn't share that out before. And she has divine sense, which allows her to sense... The presence of evil. It registers. It says it registers on your senses like a noxious odor. And a powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. So it's an action. I'll open my awareness to detect forces. All right. So you can hear my ringing already. Eh? I always hear your ringing, Calvin. <laughs> um, and the noxious odor of Telen. You can <laughs> barely hear his ringing over just the 
prevailing dread. Like you've never felt evil this pervasive before. Like there's so much not good here. It's hard to actually pinpoint any specific source. All right. So, do you share that with us? I would share that with you. I would say I've never felt an evil like this before. We're going to need to keep our wits about us, keep focused, eyes open. Tilian, and may the Tilian, and may the Raven Queen protect us. So, Tilian is a monster hunter, and he is scared. But he is excited to go in on the cha- you know evil comes in many forms, and uh, and he is hope hoping that there will be some in the monster form that he can slay inside. <laughs> Speaking of monsters, Speaking of monsters here comes Jack, our little mascot. <clears throat> hey, bud. I am always eager to bring the light of Paylor to any evil. So we'll sure. definitely we'll definitely. So the gates swing proceed. open. And you officially enter the land of Barovia. And um, as soon as you clear the gates, they again swing shut silently. And nothing that big should be silent. There should be at least be some kind of friction, some kind of creaking. It is dead silent. Mm. No, all joking aside, that shit is creepy, huh? <laughs> Yeah, this is, I don't know, um, this, this doesn't feel good. So who here has to, actually, I need to know who has the highest perception, passive uh, perception. Uh, uh, 15, 1, 5. You have it, right? I'm perception. Perception. Mine's only 13. <clears throat> I probably should, because I am focused more on wisdom. More on. <laughs> so I'm more going, on indeed. I'm trying to learn my new character sheet, but I'm going to flip back to the old one that I actually know. Uh, when I need quick answers for JJ. So uh, on the, we're using Roll20, by the way, for anyone listening. Yeah. We are actually using Roll20 as an electronic companion to keep things organized for us in this adventure. On that Roll20 character sheet, we're using the stuff from All right, the So SRD. Kurt's passive perception is 12 because I looked it up before he could find it for me. If you look down the left-hand <laughs> side of the Roll20 sheet, Kurt, you'll see right under the stats Passive-se- is the passive. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got the 15, and I guess that would be the one. All right. Um, so, y'all, I've got two things working against me. I've got a new system with Roll20. Yeah. Busiest week of my professional life, and yeah. I'm not drinking. So that's actually three things three going things against going me. Against I don't know. Yeah. That, 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 that last thing could have been even more of a detriment. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, towering trees whose tops are lost in a heavy gray mist block out all but a death gray light. The tree trunks are unnaturally close to each other, and the woods have a silence of a forgotten grave, yet exude the feeling of an unvoiced scream. Are we walking or riding? You're walking. I, I would take the opportunity to um, light the flames of my shield okay. with my uh, light cantrip, because that must happen if it is getting darker. And As you do that... Um, you see, uh, like, uh, you, you like to see, and, and immediately you see the, uh, a foot hidden underneath a bush. 
something here is afoot. Hey, Calvin. I'll point it out. You point it out? Immediately. Without making a sound, just point down to the base of the bush and, and make sure the others are looking at me. Without, it's specifically not trying to draw alarm to it, but um, um, so that we know. The but. foot belongs to a corpse half buried in the underbrush. The young man appears to be a commoner. His muddy clothes are torn and raked with claw marks. Crows have been at the body, which is surrounded by paw prints. The man has obviously been dead for several days. He holds a crumpled envelope in one hand. What does the envelope say? Yeah, I guess I'm we gonna, will... Uh, I've got a guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to... Um, I don't know what I can do here. I don't think there's anything I can do with thaumaturgy to help like bury him. Prop, uh, you could probably bit move, move, move some earth and just... I want to give him a little more respect than being dumped in the bushes. You could probably even sacred flame and just crows. burn him. That, yeah, I guess I could do something like that. Sacred flame. Grab the envelope first. Well, yeah, after grabbing the envelope, I will tend to the uh, body while... So, while the envelope is very, very flimsy. Uh, the mist has been settling into the paper for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to see my spells. <laughs> it's not working. It's just click, 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 click. Um, and like I say, it's very flimsy, but uh, with with care, you do manage to get it open, and um, bam, and bam. So while I'm working on that, I go. <laughs> so I was, I'm working on opening the envelope very, very carefully, and I share with Calvin. Hey, Calvin. Hey. Why is it that you never see a hippopotamus hiding in trees? I don't know. It's another one of these, isn't it? Because they're very good at it. <laughs> How can you joke at a time yeah. like this? <laughs> she opens the envelope and reads, I... Hail thee of mighty and valor. I, the Burgon master of Barovia, send your honor with despair. My adopted daughter, the fair queen Irina Colonia, Killed it again, didn't what I? You, what, are you, what are you... I'm like, reading... Well, no, you, like, you said the fair queen. You said send your honor. Send you honor with despair. My adopted daughter, the fair Irina... I'm, I'm reading Irina the, proper letter, the proper letter now. Kolyana. Yep. Has been with these past nights bitten by a vampire. For over 400 years, this creature has drained the blood of my people. Now my dear Arena languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast. He has become the powerful to conquer. Too powerful to conquer. Too powerful. <laughs> How about somebody else reading? I'm reading over your shoulder. Three people reading over your shoulder, one who isn't even there. He has become too powerful to conquer. So I say to you, give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let only holy men fall upon their power, and the devil may be contained within these walls of weeping Barovia. Hmm. Leave our sorrows to our graves, and save the world from this evil fate of ours. There is much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your wealth after we are all departed for a better life. Hoyland Indrovich? Yep. Virgin Master. Burgomaster. Whatever. <laughs> He's, He's the, the master. master of the bird. He's the master yeah. of the bird. So it's basically a mayor. Yeah. yeah, but you're right, master of the bird. Yeah, well, uh, of Barovia. So he's the 
uh, Barovian mare. Um, and this would be at the village of Barovia? Yes. Okay. Well, that's not good. I, I would imagine a sacred flame would um, burn the body without giving out a noxious odor because it's all radiant and stuff. Yeah. It, it would be... And not, any any disease like that is prevalent okay. is going to burn up. Okay. That's not good. So we were sent here to cure an uncurable wound. And it turns out we've got vampires on our hands. Um, and as you're, you know, beginning to, you know, you're prepping the body to be burned, yeah. uh, a howl sounds in the distance. Is that a familiar oh. howl? It is a howl of a, of a, of a large wolf. Of a large wolf. <clears throat> okay. And we are, by best guess, how far away from Barovia? Would we even know? You wouldn't know, are? exactly, no. Okay. But you figure if you keep going down this path, you'll hit it eventually. Okay. Um, I suggest we keep moving. You think? Yes. Our work here is done. Hold on to the letter. Sure you don't want to put it with your squirrels, Calvin? I would not want to mix the messages up. <laughs> so let us proceed. What is it now? Noonish? It's about later? noon. It's about okay. noon. If you let the first light, it's about noon. Okay. Yeah. So Tilan is walking with his, using his staff, his glass staff, as basically a walking stick. Uh-huh. Does it like <laughs> tink every time it hits something it's, solid? Nope. It's strong as rock, and it does not make annoying tingles. Okay. Because that would be cool, but also annoying, right? It might be as annoying as, you know, say, a cleric of Palor if it did that all the time. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that's annoying at all. <laughs> all right. Um, it's it's going to take about another five hours okay. uh, to reach the village. <clears throat> and uh, one thing you do notice is that where you were from, the, the land you guys just came from, night typically descended around nine. Uh, as you get to the village, night is beginning to fall. So it, it, it seems like night falls much sooner here. It is far too early for the night to encroach on the light of Palor, my friends. <laughs> it seems that Palor is not strong here. I thought Palor was all powerful. <laughs> Say that again. Say it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> dare you. Do we see any villagers? There are none out currently. I'll definitely uh, light up the flames of the shield again. Okay. Right. Oh, hey, I was trying to read these letters in the cursive. They're in nice regular type underneath. I, I read them for you <laughs> a couple different times to get yeah. the regular text and Times New Roman. We got the JJ transcription. Awesome. I, I don't even... Like, is yeah. that, that gothic? Like, or it's cursive. But. It, it's some font. Yeah, that's yeah, either they fun. bought or used, uh, whatever, right? Which makes it's, it that much worse that I couldn't read it. <laughs> at least it wasn't in wingdings. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, tall shapes loom out of the dense fog that surrounds everything. The muddy ground underfoot gives way to slick, wet cobblestones. The tall shapes become recognizable as village dwellings. The windows of each house stare out from the pools of blackness. No sound cuts the silence except the mournful sobbing that echoes through the streets from a distance. Uh, someone's crying really loudly. So we've heard a wolf and sobbing. 
So maybe it's the wolf crying now. Right? So that, that would be pretty freaky. Okay, uh, is the sobbing nearby ahead of us, do we think? Is, he said from the village. From the village. Right. So you are entering, if you look at the map here. We're entering. You're entering from here. Ooh, big village. Oh, we're entering from the west? Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. East. We're entering from the east. All right. So. Hmm. Okay. And this looks like a sizable village. Um, it is. It is silent everywhere except for the sobbing. Yeah, everybody Everybody is home um, and lights are off because it is nighttime and nobody ventures out. Well, perhaps we should find ourselves a place to stay. A place to stay for the evening. It does seem that uh, there must be a reason why no one is out. But should we check on this woman or child or whoever makes this noise? The <laughs> so the sobbing must be a woman or a child, you say? Yes, because the rest of us we are imbued with the the strength of Pelor, <laughs> and we do not cry like <laughs> women and children. Sorry, no offense, Noctra. Even though I'm sure that you cry yourself to sleep. I believe you think he about is, the jokes that you have to tell me tomorrow. I believe he is making fun at this point. Do you have another one-liner for Thielen? Oh, I got something for Thielen. I don't know if it's a one-liner. But it's going to end flat. Can we tell which direction the sobbing is coming from? I'm going to use my divine sense again. Your head explodes. Can you use that as often as you want? Uh, it's four plus my charisma modifier. So let's head towards the center so of I can use the, it five times. the village, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So you head, to, head toward Town Square. So you're using Divine Sense again? Yes. And again, it's just the prevailing. Unless evil is going to be close enough to over, like to have a sharper stench than the prevailing, it just it is overwhelmingly just full of despair, full of... So, according to this, within the same radius, I've got a 60-foot radius, Mm -hmm. by the way, I can sense if any place or object has been consecrated or desecrated, Mm -hmm. as with a hollow spell. Nothing here has been desecrated or consecrated. So, it's just a film of evil on everything. Basically. Except for that hippopotamus <coughs> in the tree, huh? You can't see them because they hide so well. Yes. I'm going to, uh, if we're walking towards the town center, I'm going to try to kind of walk under the eaves of the buildings as opposed to being out in the middle of the street. Okay. You know, no big deal, but just kind of trying to be a little more, a little more covert, a little more stealthy than you might otherwise I be. will continue to walk down the center of the street brandishing the light of purity that is payload. And I walk behind these two yahoos. So immediately to the left of you, coming down the town square, coming you, know, you guys are walking toward the west, um, building E1 there on page 42, if anyone wants to follow along at home. Um, the sparse light from this building spills out from behind drawn heavy curtains. A sign over the door, creaking on hinges, reads, Build Drafts Mercantile. The um, sobbing begins to turn into a wail, and it looks like it's coming from the south of Bildras Merc- Mercantile. I will quicken my pace and head towards <coughs> the wailing. 
Do the rest of you follow? Uh, she was following the yahoos, so... Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm used to this by now. Where one person just makes a decision and goes? Just charging ahead like the manly man that he is, all, all 102 pounds of him. <laughs> yeah, the shield it, weighs more than it, him. It drags yeah, his shield exactly. arm down towards the... His gear weighs more exactly, than him. Exactly, but, right. but I'm used to it. I, uh, I have my staff. I'm ready. I'm behind. So is, he's playing it. He plays it pretty cool. Like he's kind of the George Clooney of this party. Okay, that's the way we're going to play this. Okay. The whale floats through the still gray streets, coloring your thoughts <laughs> for sadness. Whale. Sorry. The sounds flow from a dark two-story house in front of you. Do we see anyone outside wailing? No, the sound is coming from inside. Um. Go up and knock on the door with my bright shield there. The, the whale becomes uh, less intense as if she's trying to stifle it. Oh, cool. Because um, she's recognized that she's drawn attention, but it doesn't stop. Okay. Can we look through the windows? What do we see? Uh, the windows are actually boarded up. And no answer at the door? No answer at the door. And does it open when I turn the knob and push? So now you're it breaking it, and entering, It Calvin? feels as if uh, something has been put stacked behind the door to board it. <coughs> Would you talk? This Tell her to come out in the name of Paylor. <laughs> <laughs> this may be a family matter. I'm not sure yeah. that we need to. Well, if it's a family matter, she would not board herself inside, right? Depends on the, the problem. She's keeping something out. Clerics of Paylor, they're very smart. <laughs> it depends on the family, if you ask me. We bring light to your dark place. Would you come out and tell us what is the problem? The wailing continues. The hell with you then. We'll leave. <laughs> is there... Uh, so all the windows that we can see are your doors are boarded? The one um, on the porch is boarded. Uh, you haven't checked any of the other windows. Can we check another I kind of want to yeah, mm-hmm. casually walk around towards the back, see what I see. Okay. Um, the first window you come to on the, on the uh, <clears throat> west side is, uh, is free. It's, it's been completely knocked out. It's slightly up, though. So you got to kind of do a little jump thing and look in it. And you see a woman um, clutching something and, you know, basically, you know, holding that something to her mouth and face and, like, just kind of rocking back and forth. I can't tell what the something is. It's not in the darkness. Boy, if only the light of Paylor were here to help me see <laughs> what she's doing. That would be really wonderful. I hey, would, Calvin, you want a yeah. boost? I can, I can cast a light on this coin for you. Here, use this. Sorry. Use it ha- as the flashlight. If I hold that, does that help me see anything more? Or you can, can I, I toss just it lob in? in there? Because if I have to, because you can cast light on some yeah. another object. Yeah. yeah, I'll just toss it into... You know, a few feet away from where she is. And okay. Uh, that brightens the room up considerably. Uh, it is a woman in tattered clothing. Um, and she appears to be holding uh, a piece of cloth um, bundled in some way uh, in front of her face and crying into it. And Could she doesn't appear to notice the light. A baby or a... No, it looks like a bundle of cloth. Okay. And she doesn't appear to notice the light? She doesn't appear to notice the light. Does she look human? She is. She lo- does look human. Should I talk right. to her? Yeah, try it. You try talking to her. Are you going to go through the window? You're and try so to talk smooth to her. Or are you going ladies. to 
shout at her from outside her adobe abode. I think I would prefer to shout at her from outside of her abode. Fair enough. Not say, well, hello there, little lady. Oh, Lord. No, actually, I wouldn't. He's okay. John Wayne Clooney. <laughs> exactly. John Wayne Clooney. <laughs> exactly. I would say, uh, uh, take, you know, take no alarm. Take no alarm. But uh, is something amiss here? Is there something that you need? The devil's child took my Gertrude. Took your what? My Gertrude. Your Gertrude? Is that your girl? It's my one and only daughter. The devil, Strahd? Who, that I, I don't know who you mean. What, what is Strahd? Strahd, the devil who haunts these lands. Oh, well, Has he heard of Paylor? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when did he take Gertrude? Where, where has he taken her? It's been at least a week. I got up one morning and she was gone. God, she's been crying for a week. It's a long time. Do you Surely know where where Gertrude or Strahd is? Strahd lives in the castle. Have you told anyone about this? Is there a guard? There's you... nothing anyone can do. That sounds like a dare, Tewin. Sounds like a dare. Is, uh, is there any chance do. that Strahd is a monster? Because He's I, the devil himself. He's what? The devil himself? Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, I'll say... You've um, got her in your, your, your uh, charming embrace. Uh, what do you... I do. I say... Uh, I say get her, man. Uh, get her. Hit her? So that's <laughs> hit her? Do you, you need headphones? I said get her. Get her. That's uh, silver tongue of yours. <laughs> Wait, are you saying I should go try to mack on Gertrude's mom? <laughs> no. <laughs> go for it, man. No. Uh, she could use a man like you. Well, I'm gonna, you know, lean back to my party and, and say, "What should I? What, what should I ask her? What should we do? Other than try to convert ask her to Ask her if she's heard of a the Burgermeister. Yeah, <laughs> the Burgermeister Meister Burger. Has she heard of uh, Coilin? Coilin. Whatever. We only had it on paper. Remind me, is he the Burger Burgermeister? Yes. All right, Burgermeister. So Burgermeister. Have you, um, we came here looking for, uh, Coilin? Coilin? Uh, Coilin. Do you know if he could help you find Gertrude, or if not, perhaps where we could find him? He owns the mansion at the end of the street. He owns the mansion. Is that the same as the castle where they took Gertrude? Does she indicate E4? Yes, she does. Okay. Oh, we're here. Is your, yeah. three? So is your husband home? Or you have He's past two. It's just me. I had Gertrude, and then he took her. Okay. I'll never see her again, my pretty girl. Don't distress. She, we can bring. We may be able to bring her back. So, the mansion is E four. Yes. Yeah. So we we would go south I'd from here. We, we're at E three. Are we? E, yes. We're at E three. In the meantime, what can be done to soothe her? Do you have any? Soothing words for this lady, since well, you don't want her converted to the brilliance that is Paylor. I, uh, I, I'd like to think that my face is soothing in and of itself, but uh, I'm also looking to see if I have any 
no, nothing particular. I think I'll just tell her that you know we'll do our best to try to find Gertrude. We're new to you know we're new to town and have much to learn, but uh, we'll come back and report to her when we have when we know more. Nothing can be done. Despair not, lady. We've been against more dire consequences or more dire odds than this. She's saying this ain't nothing, yo. This ain't nothing, yo. All right. We'll get your Gertie back. Gertie. She appears to stop her inconsolable wailing, but she does not let go of the of the doll in her hands. Okay. And uh, this is the the fugliest doll <laughs> you've ever seen. I hope your daughter was not that ugly. Don't see that, Calvin. Remember, we talked about inside voice versus inside. Ally. Inside. <laughs> the Do light of Baylor cannot be kept inside. Do we think that and this I is cast it again on my shield. Gertrude's doll, or is it something that we... Is, you, you, you'd imagine it's Gertrude's doll because she was, like, smelling it. Yeah. Smells like disappointment. <laughs> yeah. So do Y'all we go place? find Gertrude, or do we find... Paylor. Or. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we already yes. know our Paylor is. Yes. She said it at last. She will find the Paylor. You just open your heart to the light. Yeah. Um, so do we find. Calvin, what do you know about Strahd? The devil is Strahd. Oh, they're, they're an open question to JJ. Do any of us know anything about this? Roll religion. Uh, hey, I can kind of do that. Let's see. I have a. I wonder what my dice are. Uh, I, I have a three. Not prepared. Yeah, I have a three to that. So nineteen. Nineteen. So if this is indeed a devil, you know it comes from one of the nine hells. Okay. Um, but the name Strahd does not ring a bell. Yeah. Uh, Strahd does not hang in payload circles. If that's what you're asking, no. He's probably not actually a devil. I mean, people use these terms loosely. <laughs> Plus, so, it's not fair. We all knew there's no gods, and if there's no gods, there's no devils. And that's Don't tell her. Nice. She's Go like ahead. Raven Queen's bitch or something. Hey. What? How do you? Inside the voice. Inside. <laughs> the only bitch I see here. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's what we know. Here's what we think we know. And we'll talk about this as we walk the uh, 200 feet down towards uh, Burgomaster's mansion, house, um, big place. And one of the houses, as you pass, you hear a, uh, a thump, rattle, rattle, crash. This town's just full of surprises, isn't it? Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's check it out. Yeah. What about, okay, we have to find Gertrude. We're looking for the Virgin Master. You want to add something else to the to-do list? Nobody screamed. Did anybody scream? Nope. <laughs> it was a thump, rattle, rattle, crash coming from inside of a house. Could have been that somebody dropped something. I knew this guy once who had a whole... <laughs> <laughs> this guy once. I will absentmindedly recast light on my shield, even though it's only been a couple of minutes. It's a habit. I was going to say, you just do that like a nervous tick, right? Uh, light, Pretty much, uh, yeah. Light, uh. Except it's more of a, um, a concentrated tick rather than a nervous tick. Uh. I'm looking for something to do. Um, I knew a guy once, so as I was, what I was saying was I knew a guy once who got crushed by a pile of books. <laughs> was the hippopotamus reading them? He only had himself to blame. I see what you did there. <laughs> Maybe that was the shake, rattle, and roll we heard exactly. going by the building. Keep going. Tealyn just 
He laughs. Genuinely, like, half laughs every time Noctra <laughs> says one of these jokes. Which half, the human or the elf? <laughs> I'm curious. I think it's the elf. <laughs> the elf thinks it's funny. The human could <laughs> deal with that. Yeah. Is Noctra a human? Yes. Yes. And Calvin? As human as well, yeah. A weary-looking mansion squats behind a rusting iron fence. The iron gates are twisted and torn. The right gate lies cast aside, while the left gate swings lazily in the wind. The stuttering squeal and clang of the gate repeats with mindless precision. Weeds choke the grounds and press with menace upon the house itself. Yet, against the walls, the growth has been tramped down to create a path all around the domain. Heavy claw markings have stripped the once beautiful finish of these walls. Great black marks tell of the fire that must have assailed this mansion. Not a pane nor a shard of glass stands in any window. All the windows are barred with planks, each one marked with stains of evil omen. So now we just got a letter to come see this guy. This place doesn't look like someone lives here, does it? I mean, uh, the, you, I you do heard. see uh, some lights coming from the second story, okay. um, coming like like sh- shining through the planks. Okay. So this is a occupied. Like most of the houses you've seen have been pitch black, including okay. the house that had to shake, rattle, rattle, roll. Now the gate is broken, open, mm-hmm. and we can just walk by. Yep. So I'm going to try one from Doctor's Playbook. This is broken and entering. Huh? Oh. And we just walk past the broken gate. Huh? Very nice. No hippopotamus here, no. <laughs> try not to hurt yourself, Calvin. Um, do I trip on the gate? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so... I'm going towards the front door. Is there any better option that someone's going to offer? Yeah, let's not go in there. Look at this place. Are you looking around? Mm-hmm. Make a perception check. That means I have to roll a die. Mickey, you got to pick out a d20. And, and, and roll it underneath the TV. Underneath? The, the, I don't see it either. I got oh, it. Other than, I, I see what you're saying. Right, come yeah. on. So, where is perception? There it is. Eleven. Eleven. <clears throat> this dice is on the um, you see uh, those weeds that have been tramped down. Uh, you see scores of wolf paw prints and human footprints. Wolves. Wolves have been casing this house. Wolves. With humans. Uh, do, the, Wolves. Um, do the claw marks around the house match that of a wolf that would be on its hind legs scratching yes. at it? So, all right. Is it a full moon? It is not. She looks up. It's not a full moon. <sighs> so, uh, Teelan has winged boots. Mm-hmm. And he sometimes, if he can, just uses them to flutter around quickly. So, if it's cool with JJ, I'd like for him to kind of pop up and just look at the upper levels of the mansion, kind of around the outside of the house to see if he sees anything in particular. Okay. Should I roll perception? Go for it. Ah, lovely. Uh, seven <laughs> plus two is nine. Your dice is on timeout. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that dice. He said nine. Is that not right? One second. I'm trying to switch the view. Ah, on there. It's not, not going anywhere. 
I those at home were trying all well. kinds of new technology with this particular uh-huh. game. Uh, so you said you rolled a nine to do what? To, uh, to look around at the kind of the upper levels, the roof. Um, the upper levels, the, you can see the once beautiful finish that this place must have had. Um, you know, that, that's not been you know damaged on the uh, lower levels. Um, but yeah, there's it's it's all boarded up. Um, if you get get real close and you peer into it, uh, you can see that the upper levels is well taken care of. Like the inside of the house is taken care of. It is occupied. And um, this is is this the Burgermeister's house? The Burgomeister. Burgomeister. Burgomaster. Burgomaster. It's the mayor's house. Okay, just say the mayor. The mayor. All right. <clears throat> um, is there any obvious way up there from the outside? There's no point of entrance from the um, second story or third story. Okay. Um, so um, I float back down. Would you like to knock on the door, Calvin, and ask them if they want I to look here about Paylor? Yes. Uh, yeah, take, uh, take one of the uh, little pamphlet scrolls out of my pocket and walk up towards the front door. <laughs> And May the Raven Queen protect him. And knock loudly. Hello. You hear the, like someone uh, jump and squeal their you know their four legs of a chair against uh, the wood. Okay. You hear that you know that that and uh, you know if you're listening closely, you can hear like the sounds of footfall coming yes. closer to the door. And hello. The gypsy sent us to see the burgomaster. And I want to talk to you about Baylor. <laughs> the the gy- gy- gypsy? I say why, that why because would, the DM said that. Why would, they, why would they send you here? Do we still have the letter? We have the letter, right? You have both versions of the letter. All right, so we have the one that we got off the courier kit, whatever, but we have the, the one that was delivered in the bar. So yesterday, it'll be yesterday now, right? Yeah, yeah the one who set yes. the trap. Last evening, we were summoned here by uh, people visiting in the unnamed bar in the nondescript place. Yes. And we have the letter. Do you want to see? I hold it to the people, which there isn't one. No, they, there, there's... I don't believe you. I'm very believable Why? normally. Why would we lie to you? Why do you come here? This is another trick. I wish to bring the light of Paylor to the evil that has befallen this town. I know not of what this Paylor you speak of. Oh, but I can I definitely assure fun. you that there is evil amongst this town. I pass the scroll under the door. Here, read this. It will tell you all about the things you need. Okay. Um... We slay evil and kill monsters. That's what we do. All before lunch. And that too. And she, she says, after a, a, like a cursory glance, this is not Koyin's writing. Uh, That's what, what we What about I mean. this one? <laughs> <laughs> the the second letter. one that we found on the corpse, yeah. she goes, my father wrote this. Oh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, come, come, wait, come, wait, come inside. Wait, wait, no. Go, go back to the oh, no. What happened? He has passed. Let's go inside. We have been invited in. Let us not refuse the hospitality of this future payload worshiper. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. What? Before we go from there, okay. let's have a little group meeting. Okay. Please hold. Your hospitality is important to us. <laughs> Remember the letter <laughs> said that his daughter was bitten by a vampire? It is a female voice that is coming from behind the door. I tried to be a feminine with that, but I don't know that mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard when you're as manly as you are. Right? <laughs> it is. Calvin, Teelan, remember the letter said that the second letter we found said that his daughter was bitten by a vampire? Yes. Don't you think that we could be dealing with a vampire? All the more reason to go in so we can fight it where we like. Just be prepared. I'd rather fight a vampire than have a hippopotamus fall out of a tree on my head. I told you they're very good at hiding. <laughs> yeah, but not, not necessarily good at not falling. <laughs> um, so if we so, go in there, we have to yes. be, be prepared. Yes. And so, you know, I am prepared with the gear that is required for the slaying of monsters in my pack. I have a holy symbol. I have holy water. I have wooden stakes. Hey, Calvin, you cannot convert a vampire to Paylor. You kill them. I haven't tried yet, but perhaps. No, this is not the day to try. The the radiant light of Paylor may not meet with the approval of a vampire of the night. Let us see how it works out. eh? All right. Well, as long as we're all on the same page. So we expect her to try to eat us? Or something. Okay. You need to be ready. All right, so I've got a... I'm going to go staff in my left hand. Okay. For now, holy symbol in my right hand. Actually, no. We go. I'm going to have my, the holy symbol. Can I have it on a chain around my neck at this point? Thug life. <laughs> Thug life. And uh, I've got my stakes on my belt under my suit jacket. Okay. I'm ready to go. Uh, and and the last thing I will do before walking over the threshold is to cast light upon my shield one more time. Okay. Because Fair it has to happen. All right. I am bringing the light of Paylord into this home. So you enter the home, um, and you see a a striking young woman with auburn hair. Um, she is wear- wearing a breastplate with a red cloak. And she is carrying a sword as she looks at you warily. Does she look particularly pale or bloody? No. Would my, would my divine sense alert me if she's a vampire? If you use it now, yes. This will be your third and final, I believe, though. No, I get five. You get five? Mm-hmm. Oh. This is your third and final. This is my third. Okay. What do you get? Three plus charisma? Is that what you said? Is this a vampire? One plus charisma. Modifier. So is, is it... I don't have to roll anything. I just... No, you just... Yeah. Is she a vampire? What uh, is, no. What does it look like when Noctra does this? Does um, she touch the tip of her nose with her tongue or something weird? No. It's just... She, I can't do she that. Kinda, she just focuses and kind of half closes her eyes. And what she's doing is she's drawing upon mm-hmm. her faith and the powers imbued... So there's no, there's no visual. There's nothing visual. There's nothing outside. Someone looking at her would just think she's concentrating. Or, or passing gas. Or passing gas. Fair enough. Um, You're not a paladin of Paylor, are you? No. Not yet. (laughs) And no, there is nothing evil within this other than the pervasive evilness that you felt. Okay. 
Now, the, one of the reasons I ask is if we've been together long enough, it might be easy for Talon or Calvin to recognize that you're doing this thing of looking for evil. And it could be something that we've worked out of there's a certain thing you do when there's evil about that we should be aware to. Yeah, let's do that. Right. So let's, like, your eyes glaze over. Maybe you flare your nostrils and you smell because that's what it's set. Yeah, I smell it. Or when you're done, if it's evil, you point at it with your middle finger. <laughs> and if it's good, you point at it with your non-middle finger. Fair enough. But so something, yeah. yeah. She's, she's there. She's got the, the sword in a two-handed grip and kind of looking at you warily. Like, how did you come across this letter? Relax, child. We're not here for you. We found it on a, a poor young man deceased on the road. I buried him with the light of Baylor. The light shines equally on the fallen and the living. Would you like to hear more about it? I have time for a service, if no. you like. Dalvin didn't make it? Uh, he was not wearing a name tag like me. I'm not sure what his name was. This is sad news indeed. Yes, the letter that describes is me. And she pulls the thing down, and there's the two vampire marks on her neck. Mm-hmm. Now, metagamingly, do we deduce anything from that, that she's not evil because of the... She's not a vampire. She's so just, she just been being sucked on. Ah, ha, ha. So she's, she's food. Hmm. <coughs> yes. So... So conversion is still possible, yes? Yeah. Sure, Calvin. You can okay. tell her about Baylor. Great. So it's obvious... That this town is cursed with an evil. I can, I can smell it. I can feel it all around. Why don't we ask her what, what happened to her? I know not. One morning, I woke up and all I can remember were the, the eyes lit with the fire of evil. It's the only thing I can remember. And soon after... The the wolves and the shambling undead, they, they were outside of our home. And my father, my poor father, he'd be boarded up and he had taught me how to barricade the door. And it wasn't enough. The vampire entered our home again and bit me again and again. And I worry, and he worries, or worried. And she points to uh, a room to the side, and you look in, and there's a coffin mounted up on like some uh, on a palisade, and there's flowers that are you know really wilting, like almost to the point of they're almost rotting. And she goes, "He died a fortnight ago." So the. Burgermeister Meister Burger is in the coffin. The Burgermeister has, has fallen. His heart was not able to take the constant onslaught. Are you safe in this house, Irina? Without an invitation, the devil cannot come in here. But you said he keeps coming back for you. I don't know how. You need to get to a safer place. That is what my brother says. I will not leave until my father is buried. Has the devil come since your father died? He has not. 
neither had the wolves nor the shambling. So he perhaps was the one who invited him in? I know not. My father would not do that, though. What Are you here alone? Is there anyone else? Currently, else? yes. <clears throat> Ismark is drinking his despair. Who's Bismarck? My brother. Ah, uh, your brother. He's getting sunk. <laughs> Sorry. He sounds like he could use the light of Palor. Yes. Where can I find him? Keep that scroll. The blood on the vine. Okay. It's the... You go back to the town center and make a right. Um, all right, child. She takes... She's, she keeps... Um, What's her her cross, holy symbol? Take this. She gives it to her. Don't let anybody else in. Protect yourself. We're going to take care of this devil. Board the door. And we'll, we'll see you in the morning. Terry not. That's hurry up, yo. Let's go. Or in podcast speak, that's where we're going to wrap up this episode. Our first of the Curse of Strahd adventure. How's it going so far, JJ? I think I think we are well paced. I'm I'm very pleased with our progress so far. Great. And on that, we're going to sign off on this one, and we'll all say bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. The light of Palor. Noctra, Talon, and Calvin have entered Barovia and have begun to learn about the atmosphere and residents of this strange and eerie place. We end this episode learning about the daughter of the Burgomaster. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs>